Hey everyone, welcome to The Squad. This is the Park Squad Pod, a podcast where four friends catch up and chat about all things Disney, day-to-day life, and more. My name is Tommy, and I'll be your host for today's episode. I'm here with the rest of the squad. I'm Haley. I'm Heidi. And I'm Brandon. Welcome to episode four, Would You Rather Disney Parks Edition. That'll be our primary topic, um, but we have a little bit of a, a sort of a side thing to intro. Um Full disclosure, by the time you're listening to this, uh, roughly two weeks has passed, uh, so it might be a little bit outdated, but Brandon, Heidi, uh, it seems like you had a fun night out last night. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yes, we did. It was so fun. (laughs) So yeah, we went to Dancing with the Stars. They do like a live tour. Um, So they were in a town near us, so we ended up going there for the live tour, and it was amazing. The actual show was incredible. And then we were those people who went and found the tour bus and waited for the people outside, like the cast. Yeah, like, and this was something that I had seen on, uh, like, like on TikTok, yeah. that people do this. And they could either, like, maybe come out. They could not come out. One person could come out or the whole group comes out and they kind of do, like, a hello. Like, like we have to get on the bus very, and go. Yeah, very different experiences based on, like, obviously, like, different locations that they're at and then the fact that they're, like, have to be yeah. moving to different cities and stuff. But we got so lucky because we literally met, like, essentially... Almost everybody. Yeah, almost everyone. Everyone was there. Yeah, and it was honestly, like, like for us... So, like, I want to preface this by saying, during the show, we wanted to, like, record lots because we're going to oh vlog goodness, the whole show. Yeah. And my phone all of a sudden went from 8 gigabytes of storage for photos up to 40. And my phone is 64 gigabytes. <laughs> So I would be like recording stuff and it would say no storage, manage or not now. And my phone was just having like the hardest ever time. So I said to Heidi, I don't know how we're going to have any room for pictures. Heidi's phone was going to die. Yeah, my phone was like almost dead because the battery was like not having it. And then I was trying to film like, yeah, content as well. But my phone wasn't picking it up as well. And like no. the pictures, I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? So then we ended up just like just stopping like recording brandon was like trying to delete a bunch of apps and stuff i deleted like tiktok <laughs> i deleted instagram and facebook Every like, i was deleting everything and it wasn't phone. making a budge on like his actual like about storage area nothing not a dent so then whatever we were like whatever we're just gonna close our phones and like just take a minute because we need our phones for later because like what if we go and like see people and like we need to have a phone um so then we went outside my phone was at 10 percent. brandon i had 18 18. (laughs) like like we're hustling we're coming around the corner and And then we see it's cold and then we see this crowd by the buses and we're like okay perfect and there was like a lot of people but we were still able to kind of get near the front where we're tall yeah like where there's people but then we're like directly behind the next people and we're kind of waiting there there's like security and different things and then the first person to come out was sochi gomez daniela was there first. oh yeah true but she's (laughs) yeah yeah, she was already around, but we didn't see her like yeah. until after. And then I'm like, Danielle's literally right there. And then yeah, so she comes out, and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, Ali. obviously. Yeah, like, and also for those who maybe aren't Dance with the Stars fans, Sochi <laughs> like is head one head of head. the pro- no, sorry, not the pros, one no, of the celebrities, celebrity, the winner who was in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. She was America Chavez. Yes. Oh, okay. And then nice. all of the pros came out and stuff. So we're kind of big into it as of the last like two years we've watched mm-hmm. every episode and love it and so I then always, like go back and watch all the old seasons yeah 
like and Heidi's kind of obsessed with like like some of the pros which yes. is fun she loves them so they all kind of just started trickling out and it was like amazing Sochi took time with like every single person she was answering like FaceTime calls recording videos, videos signing stuff like it was pretty wild and then awesome. all of the pros just came and we got pictures with every single one well, almost everyone almost everyone they it's loved because like at some point there was like multiple people kind of around so you kind of had to like pick and choose but yeah. we got to see everyone and it was so cool they like loved how I was tall like that yeah. was the like <laughs> all of them are so small because they're, they're dancers. like all like yeah uh -huh. they're yeah. like all smaller than me pretty much so yeah long story short we were outside for two hours waiting brandon's phone in ended up cold. surviving though which was so scary because like the cold too like uses up your battery so my yeah. phone like died pretty early on and we were like please don't die but there were so many people that i would have just asked someone to take pictures for us and, and send, like, it to send them to me because i'm not missing out on this moment but they were so nice yeah. honestly like it was like like one of the coolest experiences that we've had it was so yeah. fun so we were out there till midnight came home at like two, two. so yeah Ooh. we won't talk about it anymore but it was amazing <laughs> oh, no yeah. that sounds great yeah, that's it's, awesome it's a long night but that sounds fun yeah it's cool because like like you said, once you sort of get to like the show, you know all like the regulars, exactly you know, professionals. But then the other group of people is like other like celebrities in other walks of life. So it's you know it's a win win there. That's that's super cool. No, that sounds perfect for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what's happening like in our life is yeah. is that weekend was like a big thing. But what about you guys? Like what's been up with you guys? Mm -hmm. We had a pretty chill weekend. Yeah, nothing too crazy. That's kind of been our mo lately. Is yeah, like absolutely. laying low. Like we talked about, I think <clears throat> on the first episode where. Like we're kind of in our anti-spending phase right. right now because we spent yeah. two years in Florida just acting like we were on vacation. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> we actually have like the Regal Pass where you can go to like unlimited movies. Yeah, Regal unlimited. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. But <laughs> so we ended up going to see Argyle yesterday. Oh, how okay. was it? I mean, I was ex I was excited for it when mm. like the previews came out because it looked like like up my alley, kind of like a silly yeah. like action movie. If you're expecting like a cinematic wonder, don't go probably. <laughs> but it's like it is way sillier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely pretty silly. I think it is a an Apple original. I think Apple bought the rights to it. So oh. it'll be on Apple TV, Apple TV Plus, whatever that streaming service is called. I think it's worth, you know. A whenever, watch. Well, yeah. Whenever it hits that streaming service, just chucking it on like a Sunday afternoon while you, you know, maybe do some cleaning or some laundry in the background. I think it's perfect for that. Um, but yeah, like, like Haley said, not, didn't blow us away, but it's not like I regretted spending, you know, two hours watching no, it. No, but it was a little bit too long. Yeah. I feel like most movies are now. I, I always feel like such an old crotchety man where I'm like, that movie's 20 <laughs> minutes too long, but I really do feel that way so many times. Yeah, I agree. And I think that like people are less apt to go watch longer movies now where I feel like, I don't know, like 10, five to 10 years ago, like people were willing to put three hours into oh, yeah. like going and doing the whole experience. Yeah, and if it's something, yeah, if it's something big, I'll sit down and, and get settled in. But yeah, most of the time it'd be really nice to you know get in, get out ninety minutes later. But whatever. yeah, and then the only other thing I've been just devouring reading. I started the really? Akatar series like a little over two weeks ago, and I'm about to finish the last one, so book five. So. Cool, that's awesome. Wow, that's what I've been spending all my free time doing. We have Love a reader it. on our hands. We Love do. It. I also wanted to add this in here because part of our weekend was that we went like like live and did like a ranking of animatronics and for anyone who was on that live and is watching this the shaman animatronic is not a billion dollars i got that very wrong so don't take everything that i say always with like full fact because i was way off and i have no other way to share this that i apologize that i was wrong so here it is on the podcast you can always fact check all of us and just leave it down below whatever we've gotten Seriously. wrong 
Like, yeah, I was going to say, I think that sort of segue, segues us nicely. Um, like I mentioned off the top, this podcast is coming out roughly two weeks after it's being recorded. So the news that we're going to talk about now is almost three weeks old at this point. Um, but still, there was a, an exciting announcement earlier this week. Uh, Universal of Orlando posted a seven-minute YouTube video preview of the Epic Universe, which will be opening um, in 2025. So I have a quick sort of template uh, of the stuff that they discussed. Um, and like Brandon mentioned with the billion-dollar animatronic, I put together these <laughs> notes from the video itself as well as some TikToks that Haley sent me. So if there are anything I missed or any corrections, uh, feel free to correct us down in the comments if you're on YouTube. Only only if you're subscribed, though. If you're not yeah, subscribed. If not, keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah keep it to yourself. <laughs> but you can find us on Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, the Park Squad Pod. You have to be following on one of those to complain. If not, scram. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> or just subscribe or leave a review and then you can complain. Yeah. 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 Five it's stars, good. please. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'm um, going to sort of introduce everything as it was laid out in the video. The video kicks off with Mark Woodbury, who's the chairman and CEO of Universal Destinations and Experiences which you know, to me just means parks. And I guess, I don't know. It's not like they do cruises, I don't think, but that doesn't really <laughs> no. matter. Um, but so, maybe the hotels as well. Yeah, maybe. So Epic Universe uh, is a new park. It is the third, fourth park in Universal Orlando. So there's Universal Studios, Island of Adventure, and then their water park, which I believe is Volcano, Volcano Bay. Bay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so this will be the fourth one in Orlando. Uh, consists of five worlds with 50 plus unique and compelling experiences i think the use of experiences there is kind of funny i'm interested to see kind of what what form that takes because yeah. it's definitely not you know 50 rides uh, <laughs> but if like dining is included in that i think that probably makes sense but 50 plus still a good number yeah we were talking about like i don't know if like like the churro cart will count as like an experience right. something like that or like yeah. a character meet and greet or something exactly yeah. i think that's yeah i think that's probably about right i think anything you could find on a map is probably included uh, sure. in that list um, you access the different worlds via portals, which is like a big part of this uh, of this theme park. Uh, a couple interesting things they pointed out. It sounds like the addition of this park will almost double the size of Universal Orlando. I looked up the current size, and they have the size, at least where I found it, was 541 acres, which is roughly 0.85 square miles. Uh, for a quick point of reference, Animal Kingdom is 580 acres, but that includes all of the sort of uh safari like savannah lands mm -hmm. which is not really accessible to uh, like walking yeah, like yeah attendance obviously um and then magic kingdom is 140 acres so roughly you know wow. four magic kingdoms That's maybe will crazy. be this addition so definitely you know that is size so wild. Yeah. i don't wow. know like we i know that we sent you guys a video and like mm. I think that that was the jarring part to me is the size of it seems just huge. Well, and also like I just like, and maybe we'll touch on this later, but I just think that this has like, like went so quick and the building has yeah. been so fast and they're getting this thing up like to me so quick. I don't know exactly when they like, like stuck their shovels in the ground, but it seems like this has just been rapidly moving forward. And it's so wild to me that it's that big and that we're getting it next year is yeah. so crazy. I couldn't believe it. Like I was a bit like when I first watched the video, I thought it was like something that they're like saying like, this is happening in like, like over blue sky. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like over time there'll be like, you know, all these portals added, but it's like, no, you're getting this is all happening. This. And like, it's happening like essentially now. And I'm just like, what? Like, that's crazy. That's just like putting up like five magic kingdoms at once and yeah. saying, here you go. And it's just like, what? Like, that's insane. 
And that's what, what some of the TikToks that I sent Tommy today, it like the portals are up. Like they, yeah. all of them are constructed mm -hmm. yep. and they're just like adding in. Like they're already test riding like rides and coasters. Like yep. you can watch like drone footage of the coasters going through. So like I agree. I think that it's like it seems like it's going up incredibly quickly yeah you know? i'm not intimately aware of the timeline but i think to sort of y'all's point i think the rollout of this park has been really successful in kind of not showing things too early or not showing too yes. little too early um and i'm kind of interested to see how that contrasts with d23 later this year um, because yeah. i think a lot of the expectations is that this is going to be sort of a lights a fire yeah kind of a like a larger yeah. uh d23 and they're going to feel the need to sort of announce some things because we haven't gotten a ton of big concrete overhauls. But cross fingers crossed. Yeah, more, more to come uh, on that later this year on this very podcast. So like I said, you know, subscribe, stick around, <laughs> and uh, we'll catch back in but a little while. You want to tell us about the lands? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the last mm -hmm. sort of thing that Mark touched on was that they're looking to make this a week-long park. So really looking to rival sort of Walt Disney World yeah. in Orlando um, and make it so, you know, you stay, you spend your week, and then you fly home. Um, and it's not kind of like a two-day thing like it. I think the conception of it currently mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Yep. So get kicked off. Uh, the first thing they touched on is the park entrance, which is the first portal that you'll go through when you uh, enter Epic Universe. It's called the Kronos. It's got a big clock on it, I think. Um, <laughs> and that will lead you into Celestial Park. So Celestial Park acts as like the hub world of Epic Universe a little bit. Um, a line from the video that I really liked is that they put the park in theme park. So mm -hmm. a lot of sort of emphasis, emphasis on grass and water. Um, and, you know, sort of like a Central Park sort of sort of vibes there. Uh, but there will also be three rides, uh, the rides being Constellation Carousel, Astronomica, which seems kind of like a fountain splash pad, probably for, you know, a younger audience there. Um, and as well as Starfall Racers, which is a dual launch coaster, uh, which looks pretty cool. And then at the end of Celestial Park is the Helios Grand Hotel, uh, which has 500 rooms and will be connected to the park in a way unlike any theme park in the world, they said in the video. So it sounds like it'll be probably different yeah. from what you see in Tokyo, Japan, um, or Disney World Tokyo, rather. Uh, so yeah, sort of anything stick out from that group? I think I was more impressed with this than I expected, but I'm curious to see what you all think. Yeah, like I think this to me, this seems like <laughs> something that Disney would do, but now they're doing this. Like I think the idea of all these kind of portals with like a central hub is a really good idea. Like yeah. genuinely just like super cool, unique and different. Um, and I do like how this kind of like area seems more that it's not like an IP thing, right? It's just like a general idea that they came up with like to kind of connect everything. So I think it's, it's kind of a cool premise to kind of get you like excited that there's all these portals. Here's like the main hub. Um, I really do think it's a really cool like idea. Yeah. I'm also interested to see like what, like the resort or like yeah. hotel, kind of thing looks like because it's super cool because like you're kind of describing there Tommy it's like so involved in the actual park that it like seems like you could just step outside and be in the park at any time like that's what it seems like so I'm excited to see like what actually comes of it when it's like you know what it has to offer yeah, yeah. and I thought what was interesting is that when you walk like Kronos is the beginning of the park and then Helios is like straight back yeah mm -hmm. so instead of it being like a circular hub the way that Disney like Magic Kingdom is where there's spokes. Yep, like a wheel. It is like kind of seems like it's like longer, like you said, like Central Park, like somewhere you can actually walk through. And then it kind of veers off from there. So I think it's interesting that this land 
is like the central, it's like the spine of it. And then it yeah. branches off instead of it being like the circle, like the, the middle to the whole park. Yeah. If I, that makes sense. Like circular. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it presents like a good break as well. It seems like there's going to be a lot of space and not necessarily overcrowded to say. So I think it could be a cool contrast to the sort of four worlds that we're going to talk about that are very much heavily themed, you know, a lot going on, things like that. Uh, so like we sort of talked about, you can, from Celestial Park, you can jump to any of the four different worlds via their own portals. The first world that they talked about was how to train your dragon, Isle of Burke. <laughs> uh, some things that they pointed out was flying with dragons, going on a Viking adventure, uh, you know, really sort of hammering home. Uh, the, the flying, soaring with dragons was a big part of the the presentation. Uh, from one of those TikToks that Haley sent me, I was able to grab some rides. I don't, I think these are confirmed. I wasn't able to find like names on them. Uh, but there will be a sky flyer ride, which is you're kind of in a fixed seat and it spins you around uh, in the sky. There's going to be a coaster, a boat ride, a stage show, and a Viking mead hall. Um, so all of that sounds pretty cool. I don't know. Brandon Heidi, are you big How to Train Your Dragon fans? I know it's a really popular movie series, but I don't know if it, uh, yes. it's home over there. At least, yeah, I liked it. I I know it's kind of like now evolved. I wouldn't say like I know all of like, you know, all the things that it encompasses. But I remember the first movie like I really, really enjoyed. And I and I think that I'm excited for it. I'm interested to see like what the like flying with dragons part actually kind of is. It makes it seem like Pandora, which it's not going to be. <laughs> and it's going to be not like that. So but I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be something different. And again, I feel like it'll hit home with like, little kids like i feel like it'll be really cool for them too yeah like i think on my end for me because this is like like this is like a dreamworks thing right not like illumination because that's like millions yeah, I think it's correct yeah it's, it's, it's dreamworks yeah yeah so for me like like i loved like shrek and kung fu panda those things more so i think that was kind of maybe more my era so this i like know kind of some of the characters i couldn't tell you what happens in any of the movies but i think like any kind of cool like animated land i think is cool and it's interesting how they chose this because like clearly people love it because like to yeah. me like out of all those like i would have thought that like like shrek would have been the most like popular but i guess maybe not with this kind of current yeah, maybe age group it's too like outdated though like yeah. i feel like shrek is is very huge amongst and them. i don't i think that there's an animated series now it's not just okay. the movies yeah, yeah there is so i think that kids are still consuming sense. how to train your dragon yeah. so like I loved that movie and like clearly Heidi did growing up. And so yeah. I think that it's like has new things developing throughout. Like you said, like I don't know any of the current storylines, but I know the beginning one and it feels like that that would be kind of like why they did that. Yeah, Cause I think I was surprised too at first. Cause I was like, that is such a bizarre movie to pick <laughs> like a whole land around, yeah. even yeah. though I was excited, but I do think that there's still new content coming out for it. Yeah. yeah it makes sense. I think also too, like what's kind of cool about this is, like from all of the times that I've heard people talk about like like this like resort because like I've been before but it was when I was in high school like I haven't been back there like in a long time I think that people kind of knock it because there's lots of like screen like so rides or simulators in general, yes like in general yeah. um whereas I think this kind of is maybe going to change that for people where it's like new different things and maybe there's like more technology that they'll use for like more unique experiences so I think yeah. it's kind of exciting that each land will be so different with like new different things to offer, I think will be cool. Yeah, when they mentioned, like Heidi said, I think when they talked about flying with dragons a lot, my initial reaction off the off the bat was going to be, oh, screen heavy, you know, yeah. aping like gaping that fine kind of flight of passage thing, trying to 
replicate that but based on the sort of pictures and, and videos i've seen it it's does not like seem like that at all yeah it's almost more sort of classical amusement fair right sort of state fair kind of rides where obviously a higher quality but looking you know at a, at a, you're a real coaster and outside the fly ride is outside where you're kind of fixed and it's almost like a pendulum that swings you around right um and i think some of the some of the decor because to your point i don't know sort of where the story has gone but i think the idea of a world where dragons and vikings are living together harmoniously mm-hmm. is kind of just an appealing setting that yeah. you can kind of put a lot of stuff around almost like um the existing harry potter world and obviously we'll talk about that later but <laughs> um kind of just like a cool setting to to do whatever you want because there is so much there you can explore the dragon side the viking side um and then both the next world that they talked about is maybe the most interesting to me maybe not the one i'm most excited about but the most interesting it is the dark universe which is based around the classic universal monsters like your your frankenstein monsters your creature of the black lagoon uh your werewolf man um they mentioned it would contain classical monsters reimagined for the new age so uh updated a little bit this one i didn't have a ton on except uh, a few names of the rides there will be the curse of the werewolf spinning coaster, so a roller coaster where the ride vehicle itself kind of it's rotates like and spins. Yeah, yeah, almost, yeah, almost like an omni coaster. There will be an indoor ride, which is called Monsters Unchained: The Frankenstein Experiment. Um, I think that the idea is going to be it's similar to the one in Hogwarts, where it kind of locks yeah, you the in. Journey and, yeah, Hogwarts, yeah, the journey through Hogwarts or whatever. Yeah, journey through Hogwarts. I think it's called. Um, so similar to that. This was the coolest one. I thought there's a restaurant called the Burning Blade Tavern, and the sort of primary uh, focal point is a windmill that is always on fire. Um, so oh. that's you know that's kind of exciting. Um, yeah. Any initial thoughts? I don't know. I don't think any of us are super into like scary or horror. No. I think this is going to be similar <laughs> to like a Halloween Horror Nights, but sort of that's what, what is the yeah <clears throat> the interest around the around the table. That's what I was going to say. Is I think that like Halloween Horror Nights is like. I think it's like the most attended Halloween event oh, yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, I may uh, fact check me. That might be wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I think that like there's a huge need for it. I think that even Disney was looking at that when they were talking about doing like the villain era, yeah. like the villain portion of the park. So I think that there's a huge gap in theme parks where it doesn't have like the spooky darker side of everything. Like everything's kind of like light and bright and happy. And I think yeah. there's a ton of people who would like it. it might not be the four of us necessarily. Like that might not be our first choice, it's but it have to be yeah, for research. Purposes. No, I think it'll be cool. I think, <laughs> it, I think I like that universal has things that like are obviously the, all IP is their original ideas, but I think that stuff that they make specifically for parks and stuff like that is cool. And I think this will have a lot of that. Yeah, I personally am actually really excited for this because I don't like like movies and things like that. Like horror horror, movies. Yeah, Yeah, like scary movies. Do not like them at all. But like we have like our local place here that does like Halloween, like Yeah, Canada's Wonderland. Yeah, Canada's Wonderland. They do like haunted houses and things like that. And I feel like as I've become older, I really, really like those things more. And I so feel like I feel like this is a cool (laughs) addition because like I know that there's people out there who like love Halloween and love being scared. And so to be able to access something like that, like all year round is so fun and to like to be able to kind of like go through like 
go through a portal and it's just like going to be all like that. I'm really excited to see kind of what it feels like. Like, I think it'll be really cool. Yeah. This is one of those things. I'm like a big baby. Like genuinely <laughs> we went to that Halloween yeah. haunt and I had to go buy and- my, it was Brandon and my friend and it wasn't even the full things at that point. It's like the scare zones that you have to walk through to get to certain places. And I'm I terrified. I had to go by myself to access some of them because so, nobody would come with me. So I don't know between the two of you who's like the most afraid, but I feel like if the four of us go, that me and, Haley, me, and Tommy me and Haley will be like a Shaggy and Scooby. Like a... Exactly. <laughs> like, we're going to have to like you hold with, each yeah, other and carry each other like that. through. That will get us in there. Yeah. yeah. So I like, I think... Like my thing of this, I think that it's very cool how Universal can easily do this. I think from what I saw online when Disney talked about like the villains thing that apparently like families were polled if this would be something that they'd be interested in. And it was like 88% of families said that they shouldn't do it, which like to me like is unfortunate because I think that like a villains area would be so cool. And like you said, Haley is like a gap because it's not necessarily like horror scary it's just like these misunderstood is what they say characters who people still love people love most of the disney villains have like an underlying okay streak yes like there is only a couple villains that are like really truly evil yeah and the rest are just like they they just have separate tasks that they want done like they're they just want different things and so they're made to be villains because they have to be opposing to the hero yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so I think this will be cool and is a good market for Universal because, like you said, Haley, they're so successful with Horror Nights that it's, like, a big thing for them. And I think, like, having this all year round will be really cool. And it's, like, the classic thing which I think appeals to lots of different people. Like, older people will love this because it's those classic monsters that, like, they love. And I think that they have lots of potential with, like, these characters kind of, like, like roaming around or on the rides could be scary. Like, I think that it's going to be a very cool unique thing that maybe isn't for me i will do it because we are gonna well like we're gonna have to like all of us go one time do like a research like yeah yeah stay at helios and do the whole thing (laughs) so i will do it but i'm gonna have to be carried in like scooby-doo i don't think it will be scary like halloween horror nights is terrifying because it's dark they do it on purpose where they like put all the fog i don't think this land will be scary i think it will just be like the essence of the villain, like not right. even villains. They're the, the horror characters. Yeah. But in like, like you get to enjoy it from afar. Nobody is going to be chasing you with a chainsaw like yeah. in Halloween Horror Night. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm interested to see what they end up doing when they refer to like reimagined and what kind of balance they strike. Right. Um, I think they definitely do want to make it on the scarier side. And I think in the current year, you know, your Frankenstein, your your mummy, your creature from the Black Lagoon is not very scary. I think that just but those houses do well at Horror Night. Yeah, they they do well. Um, but yeah, like to your point, I think you know if there's a Frankenstein walking around, I don't know if that will achieve sort of the desired effect from people looking to replicate the Halloween Horror Nights feeling. So I don't know if they would do like a split hours thing where you know during the day it's a little bit on the spookier Ooh. side, and then after you know, a sort of a dark universe after dark. Scary. Yeah, it goes a little bit oh, scarier and gets more in your right. face because Halloween Horror Nights does really lean in the sort of visceral and in your face and intense. But also... Which is, you know, not very approachable to a, a, a standard audience. It has to be a more specialized, you know, ticket that people well, are that, that's what That's what I was going to say. If you're universal, I don't think you want to create Halloween Horror Nights vibes at all yeah. because you still want people buying that event. ticketed event. Yeah. So I think you do have... And obviously, I don't know any of this. This is just speculation. 
I think you do have Frankenstein walking around, like chatting with you, grunting at you and like the bride of Frankenstein, like gathering him, like kind of like a more approach, like the way that they have them in the parks now is that they're much friendlier at Universal. Because if I'm a Universal rep trying to make as much money as I can, I'm not giving you a Halloween Horror Nights experience without you purchasing a Halloween Horror Nights ticket. Yeah, I think I guess my only point would just be like I'd. At a certain point, what kind of is the draw, especially compared to the three other worlds branching off of Celestial Park? It's what like, people love. They yeah. love that old schooly, those original villains from Universal. Yeah. We, you might not, Maybe they but do. other I don't, people I don't, do. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if they do, um, but I guess we'll we'll find out. We'll and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll make it. We'll bet on it now. Yeah, the creatives we'll see at in twenty twenty five probably know a little bit more than I do, um, but definitely curious to see how that one ends up. I think it could be really cool, um, but you know, like I said, just to be to be determined on kind of where they land on the, on the spooky spectrum. Uh, the next one I think is probably, I don't know, maybe the biggest, it definitely had the least amount of information from what I could see, but it is a new part and is a new world. It's the third part of the wizarding world trilogy. So it's an addition to the wizarding world of Harry Potter. It'll be the ministry of magic. It'll be split between 1920s Paris from fantastic beasts. Um, I think it's, specifically the second movie i don't know crimes of grindelwald i don't know if that's the second or third one i don't remember um how those lay out but i think the second one is when they're (laughs) they're in paris not like it really matters um and then the british ministry of magic primarily seen obviously in the harry potter movies i think movies five through seven Mm -hmm. part two i think is you know the first time you see it in five and they showed a lot more um so yeah those would be the sort of the primary areas the ride was kind of hyped up in the video. It I know one so of the cool. creatives, Molly something, was like, oh, the ride, like, it has to be a surprise. So it sounds like they're they're trying to do something big. I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but I did see in one of the TikToks that the idea is that it is a ride through the flu network uh, to sort of view a battle in the Ministry of Magic. Obviously, the big battle would be the one at the end of the Order of the Phoenix between Dumbledore and Voldemort. Mm-hmm. I would be, based on that description, like I said, I don't know if that's accurate or if it's speculation. Awesome. Um, it sounds like they could do something similar to the existing escape from Gringotts oh, yeah. ride where it's kind of roller coaster and then they throw you in front of a screen and show, you know, some snippets of, you know, live action actors and action there and then some fun roller coaster portions and sort of doing that using the flu network as the roller coaster sections. Part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Haley, as sort of the resident Harry Potter <laughs> fan, at least on this side of the podcast, um, you know, general thoughts, is this kind of the direction you'd want them to go? Obviously they covered a lot of bases in sort of the initial two uh, parks, but sort of thoughts on. Yeah. I think that that's the way you have to go because like you said, like I think that um, like in universal that's already existing, they did so much there. Like you have the school and you have like Hagrid's and you have um, what's it called? Hogsmeade and stuff, which looks great. But I think that this first, I want it to be more like Diagon Alley is where like the stores are actually storefronts where Hogsmeade, there's a lot that I feel like is just for looks. Mm-hmm. And I wish that you could go in all of them. Um, but I think I'm excited. I wasn't, I, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I kind of fell off on Fantastic Beasts. Because those movies stink. Hey, <laughs> let's not let's not isolate ourselves here from some of our audience. But <laughs> I think that uh, it'll be interesting. I think it gives you new characters, new new creatures, which I think is like a huge push there. I think you can yep. do really fun like merch. And like having like Newt and stuff be like a meet and greet. I think that's another interesting part. And I, the one TikTok I saw, it was like talking about the ride going through like the Ministry of Magic. And he's like, I just want a Vada Kedavra, uh, Dolores Umbridge. That's all I'm going for. <laughs> I was like, I can get on board with that. But 
I'm excited, but I don't, I have no idea what to expect. Like you said, this one had the least amount of information, but I think it doesn't need as much information to get the hype up because the Harry Potter fans are real. Yeah, for sure. What about you guys? I don't know. I don't know your opinions on Harry Potter. Yeah, we're not like super Harry Potter fans. Um, I have like watched all the movies like once through. I did like a movie marathon like uh, some years ago now, I guess. So it actually has been some time, maybe like seven years ago. I watched them all once. But we talked about this, like yeah, watching them in yeah. order. We want to do we that very them. badly. And then we saw like, well, I saw like all the fantastic. I think movies. I've seen like all of them except for the newest one. I thought we went mm-hmm. and saw that. No, I didn't go see it. Did I see it? Yeah, I, th- I think that I think you went with somebody. I didn't <laughs> I go see it. I I saw it with, but I saw all of them. I really like, like, I I feel like if I grew up and had read the books, then I would, like, really love it. Like, as a, like, as a young reader mm-hmm. when I read, yeah. I feel like I would have really loved it. And same thing watching the movies. I remember the joke as a kid was it was my brother's birthday and they went to see Harry Potter and I really, really wanted to go. And I was little and I just went. And, and my mom was like, fine, you can go. And I just slept the whole time. So then my whole life, I was like, oh, I don't like Harry Potter because I fell asleep in the movie. But I, I do like it. I see the draw. I feel like I'd be excited to go, but I'm not like, I don't know everything about Harry Potter. No, like, and I don't either. But like, like as a kid, I loved Harry Potter. I really? loved, yeah, I loved all the movies. I, for Halloween, two years in a row, when is Harry Potter? Like, I, <laughs> I feel like I, I love wow. Harry Potter. But I think as an adult, I don't know like what it was about it that I just, like it's not one of those things that I like love as an adult, and I don't know if it's be- like because I haven't like rewatched all the movies. I think that if I did, I would be really into it. Um, but I know, like, I went the year that they opened up the first Harry Potter area, like mm-hmm. an Islands of Adventure, like, and it was so cool. Like, like the ride that was through like the castle was awesome. Like at that time, I loved it so much. So I would love to go back and see like all of this stuff. I think. Like if we rewatch all the movies, yeah, that we'll have a great time. And I would love to know more about it. I think that's like a land that like this is one of those IPs that people love, love, love. And it's so cool to see it in person. Like to me, this is what I wish almost that like Avengers Campus would be more mm-hmm. like in depth as a Harry Potter because Marvel is also something that people love. So I think that like the Harry Potter stuff is kind of on the level as like a Star Wars where like like uh, yeah. Galaxy's Edge is awesome and in depth. So I think that this just having like a third area for that is is really cool. Have you guys read the books? No. I as a kid read some you of the books. You should read them. Yeah. I think before you, you like watch them. them, you should try to yeah, – because the, the books, books I think, are the reason why older millennials and old, yeah. like older Gen Z love Harry Potter because they grew That's up cool. reading the books and they're so much more in-depth than the movies. Yeah. And the movies are great, but the books are phenomenal. I could see that. If, maybe when I graduate, yeah. I will read. Yeah, when you I have a little bit of free time read. on your hands. No. Yeah, no. Right now, whenever I try to read, I'm like, yeah, no, it's not happening. My brain's too fried. I just wanted to add one thing is like the lady that you're talking about, she's the one in like the pink yes. outfit. Cannot oh, yeah. stand that woman. The one with I all remember, the cat plates. I remember watching those and I, again... I have never wanted, I think, a character in a movie to be gone so bad. I, like, I'm trying to think on, like, the same level of who. What makes her yeah. so good. All time, all time hateable. Yeah. All time hateable crazy. villain, like, person for sure. So you I would love. hear her voice and it's like, ugh. And it's like that in the book. And then the actress yes. just, like, knocks Nailed it out it. of the park. Yeah. Is, like, I'm trying to think who else is on. Unlikable. Like, on that level to me is, like, a President Snow in Hunger Games. Can't stand mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, think I think it's the same thing because it's like that pleasantries as well like they're not just like a a bad they're not like forward-facing bad but then they're horrible horrible 
So I'm excited, all that being said about it, because I think that it adds more to the story. For people who love it, I think it'll be cool. Like Tommy said, I don't know anything about Fantastic Beasts, and maybe it's because I didn't like enjoy them or don't connect with them. But I think it is cool, I guess, for those fans, even if they're small but mighty, to have some like Fantastic Beast stuff. Yeah, like I said, I don't love those movies. I, I like the first one. I think the, the second two trail off. But I do think they do a really effective job of opening the world up a little bit more. And that's kind of the primary point I'm excited about is the 1920s Paris setting. I think, <clears throat> yeah. like Haley mentioned off the top, it would be more similar to Diagon Alley, which is kind of just a cool space with shops and restaurants and things to do. And then you just have that, that extra bit of uh, magic, pun intended, uh, from the Harry Potter drapings and stuff like that. So I think it'd be really cool. I know street performances are and like street markets are a big part of that movie. So I'd, you know, expect them to incorporate a lot of that. So I think it will be uh, really cool. And I think it'll be pretty different from the existing ones because it is a little bit more removed from that core set of Harry Potter movies. Before we go on, I wanted to just say like, Brandon, like you said, like Avengers Campus. Yeah. I think it's hard because it encompasses so much of Marvel. Like there's so That's many fair. different places where like in Harry Potter, there's like one main street that everybody goes to the same stores and they frequent yeah. the same. I feel like Avengers Campus would have to just, and I think that they should do it, but I think they would have to like create a different universe that only exists there. Like yeah. this person That's from fair. the world started this st shop. Yeah. This person has this place. And so I think that that's what's hard is that it, it isn't cohesive because each movie or person exists in like a different universe kind of yeah, well, yeah. harry potter right like six of the seven books take place in the same castle which right. is connected to hogsmeade which you know and they sure. go to diagon alley and also you're very the familiarity level mm -hmm. with the specific locations is a lot higher for sure that's true like i think that maybe we'll like 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 kind of touch on it after like of d23 maybe briefly but like i think that if they like an avengers campus had that like ride that they talked about like this big thanos thing like that's all that you need like that's yeah. all that i'm asking for is some big heavy hitting thing even if like you said like the land can't be like in and i think you'll Harry feel Potter, the but... same way once we go to dca for sure it yeah. is lacking something yeah, for sure all right, into uh, the final, last but not least. Uh, this is definitely the one I'm, you know, the most personally excited <laughs> for. Uh, it is Super Nintendo World. Uh, this is the Universal Orlando edition. There are already existing uh, Nintendo Worlds in Tokyo and California. Uh, the ones they, the characters they highlighted in the video were Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, and Donkey Kong, which is Orlando specific. We can get a little bit more in depth about that later. Uh, some things they highlighted were the interactive elements around the world. Uh, the power-up band is still expected to be a big part of this. Punching blocks, collecting coins, playing games around the park, which I think is a, a neat way to sort of drive interaction throughout the world. Um, this one will have some familiar elements as the other parks, uh, such as the Mario Kart ride, the Yoshi's Island sort of family family rides, like a slower you know trek around. Uh, the park a little bit as well as uh toad cafe is the primary eatery uh but the big one and i think maybe the one that will go the most in depth in unless we want to talk about the other three is the donkey kong coaster uh, i believe the name is minecart madness and the sort of big hallmark of this the new technology that it's premiering is that it's a it's a dual track roller coaster with one track on top of another so it allows for the top track, the one that your ride vehicle is on, to break away. Like in the Donkey Kong games, if you're not familiar, it's like a, you jump over gaps in the mm -hmm. in the mine carts while it's still connected under underneath to give you know the impression of jumping carts, like a like a roller coaster tycoon or something like that, without obviously having to uh, you know risk <laughs> jump your life a track. Or, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Your life that, yeah, I I like Nintendo a lot. I'm excited for it to be a little bit more um, represented 
in the areas we frequent when we go on vacations in Orlando. Um, but also obviously very excited about the Donkey Kong coaster as sort of a, a seminal piece of roller coaster technology that we haven't really seen before. But Brandon, you had some big feelings over there. I, okay. I am a huge, like, okay, sorry. Growing up, <laughs> I loved like Nintendo and I still do, but I was like a big Nintendo kid. I was like, played the old consoles. I remember getting like the GameCube for the first time. And I was like stunned by it. I loved it so much. I played like Mario Kart, um, like, like what's it called? Double Dash all the time, like all those kind of old games. And then even now, like we play like the Switch often, like, and I love Mario Party, Mario Kart, all those things. I just feel like I'm very connected to these characters and this like IP so much. And I think that this is something with like the technology of that Donkey Kong ride, which we'll talk about, I'm sure here more in depth, like you said, I think that is so cool. And is just something that I wish, like, again, bring it back to Disney, like Disney should be doing stuff like this. Like, this is so cool how it's like, it's going to be so related to the game, like hopping at like a track, like, and the feeling of that you're still connected, but your ride vehicle looks like it's like lifting off of the track is so, so cool. And I think like the theming is next level. I love the characters and I won't talk forever on it because I, did. <laughs> I just think that it's, it's so cool. And I'm the most excited about this, even though it is in other places, but I think this land specifically here, like Tommy said, will be more in depth and have more because I have heard like the Mario Kart ride is kind of underwhelming to most people because it's kind of a slower screen-based thing. But I think that this like minecart thing will be the biggest draw and the most like hype thing about the whole land. Yeah, I I don't have as much passion for this, but <laughs> I, I'm still excited. Um, growing up, like I wasn't like a video game person. I'm still not like a video game person. But if I did have to pick one video game, it would be like, the Mario, Mario series. Yeah, yeah, Mario series. Like that's really essentially all I like to take part in. That's childhood to me. <laughs> yeah, it's childhood. And I think that there's a lot of people that it is their childhood. I know even like my brother, like my older brother, my brothers, they're kind of in the same boat where I think that they would love to go to a place like this. Yeah. So I think it's very cool. And I love how like the whole world just looks like you're in the video game. Like that's really so does. cool. It's so immersive. So I think it's going to be super cool to get to go to. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I was definitely a Mario kid because I was a Nintendo kid. I was blowing in those cartridges trying to get them to fix <laughs> yeah. all the problems that was wrong with them. But yeah, growing up, my family was a big N64 family. That's what we played every morning. Oh, yeah. Um, but so I'm super excited and I'm glad that there's something different coming to Orlando. I'm glad yes. we're getting the Donkey Kong ride. Um, yeah, nice. I think that'll be awesome. I think also I think that this one's like the easiest to not touch on a bunch because we've seen it like yeah. if you've yeah. seen anything from uh disney or universal hollywood or japan i think that it's it really is the same thing but i'm glad that this isn't just one land like i'm glad this is a land in a new park because i think that like obviously getting in like watching people try and get in and like the reservations and things like that when they are going to universal hollywood it's such a big to do like you have to get there early you've got it like put in for Toadstool Cafe at like 10 a.m. or else you're not going to get it. Like you might be eating like a spicy meatball marinara at 9.45 in the morning, but if you don't eat it now, then you never eat it at all. <laughs> and I think that it being here gives you an opportunity, like you said, that they wanted to make this a multi-day park. I think that it gives an opportunity to it not feel like it's missing something because there's not enough to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think a standalone park, it's not enough, but one piece of a bigger park, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. and I know – 
one thing that always comes across in the videos from California is that it seems really congested and cramped and kind of almost overwhelming. And I think part of that is unavoidable due to the immersion that they're trying to to build. And in order to get that, you kind of have to close in and build up a little bit so that you can't see the outside world. But I think that the size of this development alone should allow them some opportunity to space things out a little bit. And, you know, like, like you said, provide a little bit of breathing room um, and more space for, for activities and things like that. Yeah. I was a late comer to the Nintendo world. Um, I was always sort of looking uh, from the outside in uh, going over to friend's house and playing their GameCube over there. But I finally uh, got my hands on it and quickly, even as uh, you know, a young adult, you know, really understood why it has its hook has its hooks in so many people uh, and has for so long, because the characters are really enjoyable to be and around. So cute. Yeah. And when you're yeah. so good breaking so technology, cute. it's uh, definitely something I'm really, really looking forward to. I like, like, I also wanted to add who's like your, your go-to favorite of the Mario universe characters. Just like, who do you like? Are you like, Oh, you're always, I like Waluigi and Wario. Yeah. I think oh, so wow. Funny. Yeah. I think they're so funny. I know that they are lower on the representation um, to a lot of people's chagrin, but I do find them very, very funny. That's I'm good. a true 90s girl and I'm always Princess Peach. Love it. Mm, I'm Toad. I You're a Toad, toad. girl. Yeah. I'm a Yoshi Donkey Kong guy. So yeah. this this Orlando land's going to be great. We can all get a different power up band. Yeah, we can get a yes. different power we up band. We don't have to and... fight with favorite yeah. characters. Yeah. Well, I, I guess maybe if we go there in, in uh, like when? California, are we going? Confirmed? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay, I just right. got the plan. Yeah, yeah. got to check it out I'm, there. I'm down. I got to get me like one of those bands and I'll be in there. I'll be going like this. <laughs> but I think that what you said too, like based on the specs, like what they're saying, how big this land is mm -hmm. for it to be like what four magic kingdoms you said. Yeah. Well, magic kingdom is 140 acres. And what is this one? And this, this is whole park. Yeah. I, yeah. Universal currently is I think 550 and it's expected. This is double nearly that. double. So I don't know, roughly 500. So, so a little bit less each than four land is going to be roughly the size of Magic Kingdom if you're thinking about it in that way, unless they're including parking and things like that. But it does give so much more space. Like California, Anaheim, I, I don't even know if that's where – I don't know where Universal Hollywood is. I think it's in Holly, like Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood that yeah, would yeah, make yeah, sense. Yeah. But connected to the there's no state. space in California. Like there's no space yeah. near L.A. No. And so – and Universal, all they have is space. Or Orlando, all they have is space. So I think that it will be nice and spread out. Um, and then what you were saying, like about how immersive it is, I was going to touch on this just about the whole epic universe. I really hope that they continue doing what Universal does well, where they hide each land. Like yeah. when you're walking over the bridge from like Harry Potter into Jurassic Park, you like you see the Jurassic Park sign and then it's just like forest. It's just big plants. And then when you walk in, you're immersed. And so I'm hoping that from that main celestial park you can't see other than obviously like loops of roller Tracks coasters and things, and things yeah. that you can't see the theming because then yeah. the portals make sense. Otherwise yeah. the portals are just there for decoration and it's like a walkway in. But I think if they're like really hidden the way that like it looks like Nintendo land is hidden in this, like looking at the construction, I hope that that's how they all are, that they're all like super immersive when you walk in. It's like a new land. Yeah, yeah. we were talking a little bit pre-pod. I don't love the whole portal things. Like in the video, there's a, a clip of Hater. Steven Spielberg being like, you walk through a portal into a different world. And it's just like, I don't know, it reads kind of kind of like corny. But 
to Haley's point, if it is just a means of really segmenting the different worlds of the park, I'll totally eat my words and be the biggest portal fan um, on the planet. <laughs> we'll make some more merch. Yeah. Just yeah. As number, one number one portal picture, fan. Like, like in front of each portal. Tommy's yeah. going to say the portals is the highlight of this whole part. <laughs> yeah. the, best, the best part. I love the portals now. Yeah. Oh, but it sounds awesome. Yeah. I think that when whenever the release date is, I think the four of us should definitely try and plan a trip Agree. down to see it. I think it'll be awesome. I think staying at the hotel will be worth it, even if it's just for a night. I'm sure it's going to be expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think yeah. that if you, like Heidi said, if you can just walk out and be in the park, that would be crazy. Hey, awesome. Splitsies. We'll just split it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what we do. Split it four ways. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh. I was going to say really excited. Yeah. Any, yeah like, any closing thoughts kind of? Yeah. I just think to kind of touch on like the Disney like angle of this about people were saying like on the day that this came out, like Disney announced like some new firework nighttime show in Tokyo. And they're like, this is what you announced, which I don't think was like a planned thing. I don't think that was like, oh, we're going to really get an epic universe with our Tokyo yeah, firework yeah. show. Um, but I think though now this has put so much pressure on D23. Like it I has think to. I think that Disney fans are like, okay, this is what Universal did. What are you doing? I don't think it's gonna be a fifth park. I don't think it'll be that level. I mean, maybe that it could be, but I think that they need to have some things that are concrete, shovels are gonna be in the ground. We're doing this like and we're doing it soon, or else people I think are gonna people be even more revolt. down on Disney. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be like, okay, then we're just gonna go to Universal. And I, I think, think yeah, I was like, just going to add to that. I think that it Universal was a two day park. Yes. The minute that it becomes a five day park, it puts Disney it, like a, it mm -hmm. gives it a run for its money in Universal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The line in the video about it becoming a week long sort of vacation destination is a shot across the bow. Oh, yeah. yeah. While Disney World has really not monopolized, but had a stranglehold on Orlando tourism mm -hmm. with the other parks in the area just being sort of a sideshow to, you know, give you a break from. The Disney Rush, and you know, maybe buy a cheaper ticket or something like that. Where and this it's is, not well, it's not even cheaper anymore. Yeah. That's why we don't go. Yeah, but no, yeah, yeah this is definitely sort of uh, throwing the gauntlet down and saying, you know, they're challenging the the Walt Disney World supremacy, you know, for the premier destination. In the but United I think States, that really. that's that's how you get better stuff. You have to have a competitor, or else you just get complacent. And so now it's Disney's turn to throw on those gloves and get back in the ring. Yeah, like, 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 and I just think that it's kind of one of those things, like I mentioned before, of the time frame, like certain things like Tron took how many like years, and I understand that like the pandemic happened, but like Walt Disney World to get like, like a figment meet and greet took a whole year. I mean, There's think about things, Moana journey into water. Journey of water. And then I think people then were kind of like underwhelmed about it. So I just mm -hmm. think like on that angle, like stuff's going to come out, like if they do like an Encanto and stuff, but like Encanto like was popular like before, maybe it's still in the miss their level, window. but I think that you're missing the window. Exactly. Like, and I think certain brands like a frozen is still super popular, but all these things that they see, oh, like, like we have a hit on our hands. If you don't capitalize on it, I think then it kind of maybe passes its time. So I'm interested to see, like, I think that it's going to be a big expo and I like, and I hope that it is. Fingers and I think crossed. that like Epic universe isn't anything new. Like we no. were talking like how to train your dragon came out like forever ago. Yeah. And so I think that like, are like a hundred years old. <laughs> correct. <laughs> and yeah, even, even when they were new, they were old. Yeah. And like, yeah, the, I mean, Mary the Shell book of, exactly, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> but I think that like it's, they can do that with it when it's a park, but adding like taking away Dino Land, like you said, and adding in Kanto, like you better get on it. Like, 
Yeah, well, you've got to get that ball rolling. Yeah, like, and I don't know if it's again, I don't know if like maybe because Universal doesn't have the history and the lore of all these old like attractions, but I think people are so nostalgic for Disney that they want Disney to go back to kind of like like at Epcot, they want like the universe of energy and body wars and all these things to come back. But it's like they, they're gone for a reason. Yeah. So I just think that we gotta have some things, like I said, of like like that like multiversal Thanos thing. We need like guardian. huge. We need more guardians. We need more, more guardians yes. level yes. stuff. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. It's it's gotta be big stuff that people love and things that kind of push the boundary where like guardians, like that coaster is unique well, and, and different. And the thing about guardians is like you don't have to be a Marvel fan to, to enjoy love it. guardians. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so it's like rides like that where it's like, yeah, there's like a connection to rides for people who like them or a connection to movies. Sorry that people like them but then there's also just an amazing ride that regardless of if it was guardians it would still be like an exceptional ride and clearly people like ip themed rides because this whole park is ip themed lands yeah that's coming out so like i think that i get the nostalgia factor but it doesn't keep the youngins coming back like you're not giving the (laughs) the kids anything to be nostalgic about now if you don't create new things that really hone to their likes it's yeah. true. So let's hope that we we get something like announcements and because like I like I'm just gonna laugh at this of like like at the expo when they go, you want to meet the Hulk at DCA, he'll be there tomorrow. And then at Disney World, it's like, <laughs> oh, like like you can meet you want to like, meet Figment that Figment. you can meet 80 years ago. Well, yeah. he'll be there in a year and a half. <laughs> it's just I don't know. And again, I like I love Disney and I hope that they come back with some good stuff. And I'm excited for us who are like like are gonna go to the expo. That we'll have some good yeah. stuff to hopefully talk about. We them. sound like like universal people. We are not. We no, are definitely no. Disney yeah. people, but yeah. I do think that like it's you you have to hold the people you account that you love we accountable. Love so Disney, yeah. this is us. Yeah, changes it. the game. We love you. We love you, Disney. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm be employed by Disney once but again. Get it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nonetheless, exciting stuff coming out of uh, Universal, but definitely curious to see how if. Disney responds uh, this August to. at D23 and we'll be we'll be there on the ground boots on the ground reporting live as it happens uh, <laughs> so stay tuned stick around you know stick with the squad and we will have our reactions um, when the time comes for those impending announcements as well hopefully you know similar level of excitement for that but that was yeah I think that was really good <laughs> no uh, I loved I that yeah, was I love that good discussion it was more interesting than I thought it was like I it was more in depth than I thought it was going to be which I enjoyed yeah, yeah absolutely. but now we can get into the yeah. actual and now we can transition into <laughs> title of yeah, this the podcast actual, yeah the actual topic for today uh we're going to be doing Disney parks back to see we love Disney uh Disney parks would you rathers I think we all put together two or three and I think we can just go round robin uh, share our would you rather get everyone's opinions, maybe get into an argument about which one's better, um, and then keep it moving for a little bit. I don't know where we want to start. Does anyone throw have it to one that side? Yeah, they're really Canada. passionate about they want to kick off with Heidi. Oh, such I, a good one, yeah. Ladies first, oh, yeah, yeah. I, have, I feel like mine are, I don't know how specific people want. Uh, mine are, I tried to think outside the box. I don't know. No, well, that's perfect. Yeah, that's, that's what we want. Yeah, I tried okay. and probably failed to do that. So, okay. So, my first question for the squad is it's about merch, merch, okay. So would you rather we all love our merch? Yeah. <laughs> and this this question does not include uh Disney clothes. So you can continue to wear Disney clothes, get Disney clothes, but would you rather only get Disney pins as your merch or any other Disney merch? So either Disney pins is your option versus any other merch um, for the rest of your life. You can continue to keep the merch that you currently have in your home, but if you go to the parks like the next time, you can only buy pins or you can buy only other mm-hmm. merch. 
Hmm. So what would you rather do? I don't know if this is going to be as hard for Haley and Tommy. I think maybe not at all. For me, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this I, question was for Brandon. <laughs> I love pins a lot. So this is, is, is kind of hard. I think, though, I will pick other merch because really? I think the possibilities are kind of endless. And then it's just an excuse for me to get things that I maybe don't need to get like a plush or something. <laughs> you love a plush. And I can just say, well, Heidi, I can't get pins. So <laughs> I have to get these plushies or something. I don't know. I just think that there's more potential, even though that's so hard because like we have three binders yeah. full of pins. And then that means you can't pin trade. Oh, yeah. Dang. But you get to keep the merch you have, you said. Yeah, you can so you yeah, could trade, trade just for a new pen. No, you can't infinitely. You so can't. It'd be, it'd be new well, to you. There's no way. Yeah, no, you can't. No <laughs> uh, okay. I will forego, which pins. might be shocking, the pins. Wow. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm definitely going other merch. I love my lounge fly backpacks. We love a Tervis tumbler. Oh, and I didn't so, think about those. Uh -huh, that's like what most of our merch is. So I think that. And you guys got us into pin trading like back during the pandemic yeah. days. So um, that if we can't do it, then you won't want to do it either. No, you're the only reason that we do it. <laughs> Tommy's like, he's like, I love all of you. And he's like, I don't want to pin trade. And I was like, well, too bad we do. <laughs> yeah. If the squad wants to pin trade, I'll pin trade. But if it was just me, I would probably be pin. No, he's never looked at a pin board on his own in his life. Yeah. I think this one is a little bit tough, but the thing with pins is that there are some pins that I like really, really love and will keep and I'll be buried with them because I think that they're the best. But they're always <laughs> whenever I buy a pin, there is like a buyer's know, remorse, like a 25 percent <laughs> chance that That's in great. a week I'm like, what was I thinking? Like when I see it in person, I'm like, this is a cool pin. And then like it's still there the next year. And I was like, oh, wow, I definitely didn't need to rush and buy that pin. Last but that's year like 80 percent no of our Disney purchases. Yeah, occasionally, but like other like, than clothes, I, I feel like we we look back like at the I don't know we just moved so fifteen boxes of Disney things that we moved and we were like what were we doing Yeah, definitely, definitely like yeah the figurines and stuff like that or like the Funkos. I'm like what, what were we thinking? <laughs> I think but, that collectively we've gotten all better. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh sure. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a it's a sign of maturity. We can only go up, but we all definitely did get better. Um, Heidi, what would? Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, the Tervis tumblers didn't think about those, but Magic fans have an absolute oh, stranglehold yeah. on me, oh, dang, and yeah. those are ones where I never really regret them. Even the ones I don't like as much as some of the other ones, I'm yeah. like, yeah, still Magic pretty cool. Fans. And they're you can use them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's a great one. I feel like I would have a different idea. Like if I live near the parks, like if I lived like that, I could go to the park every day. I think that I would pick to only have pins because I like love pin trading at the park. Like yeah, true. I love going around and trading. Like I don't really like buying pins, but I like like the interaction of like getting a new pin and like, find. I think it's, it's almost like thrifting. Like you're like looking yeah. for something cool and like seeing mm -hmm. what you can find. So I think I'd pick that but as someone who only goes to the parks, like, you know, once, once a year or whatever, approximately, um, I would pick like other merch because I, I still like my random like little things and I would miss miss a lot of it. Okay, thanks for answering my question, guys. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one, yeah. Who's next? You want to stay over there, Brandon? You want to go? Sure, Brandon, I got this. One? So this, this one I think is more focused to Haley and Tommy because I'm very curious of this one. And this is you're, you're still spending your cash. So it's not that you just get to pick one for free. Okay. But in terms of food, Haley and Tommy are big foodies. And I've yes, always wanted to know this. If you could like only buy a certain category of food and you're spending your own money. Would you only ever buy quick service 
food, which is mm-hmm. again would be, I guess, like a Casey's Corner, Woody's Lunchbox, things that are quick service food, or table service food, which is anything that's like at a resort if it's like a restaurant or like a sit down restaurant, those kind of things. Because I know that you guys love that kind of stuff. So you're you're spending your own money for your lifetime. I have a clarifying question. Yeah. <clears throat> uh festival booths do they count as one of them or they're just like a snack cart maybe that maybe that's like a like a yeah like a snack cart so that would kind of be i guess so those we still get in either category i feel like i don't know i think you're being a little bit too generous there maybe i think i think that those are quick service those are quick those are quick oh then i'm going quick service yeah then i have to choose quick service because where we eat I mean, there's there's a festival going on at Epcot 90% yeah. of the time. True. And I think that when that happens, I mean, we like take the monorail or the Skyliner over to Epcot just to eat and then we'll leave. So I think if the food booths weren't included, I would pick sit down restaurant, but I have to go with the quick service because I can't get rid of the food booths. Love it. They're the they have the most changing food. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's how that's what I was gonna say. I love the the sit down, especially because it sort of offers such a nice break from the hustle and bustle of a park day. You get to sit in some air conditioning and drink some lemon water and, you know, <laughs> eat your meal and, and, and take a load off. But the variety in the quick service and even outside of the festival booths, I think that the more unique and sort of fun and interesting items tend to land with the quick service locations opposed to sit down, which a lot of times is really good, high quality food, but it's also stuff that you could just, you know, drive in, get town, in and, town and get something similar. True. Um, so I would probably, yeah, go quick service as well. But that one's a toughie. I know. Really Heidi, where are you going? Those booths also yeah. really threw up like a wrinkle in. I know. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Haley. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should have just kept my mouth shut and kept both. <laughs> quick service because I don't really like to sit on you're... <laughs> <laughs> But you're also a picky eater and you're yeah. very you're very frugal with your food purchases. I'm frugal with my food purchases because I True. don't, I'm not a foodie. Like I don't sit down and go like, oh my God, this is the greatest day of my life. I had this like exceptional meal. <laughs> so I just can't relate. Like I can't relate. So I'm sorry to all the foodies out there. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Like I'm going to say that this is me. I'm going to be like in the middle and I have Heidi on this side going, <laughs> come on to quick service. And then I have Haley and Tommy going, sit come, down, come over here. This, <laughs> like octopus or duck with us. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that I'm kind of in the middle where I could be swayed either way that I would love to like explore more sit down things and really when i easily swayed so like i feel like if i was the opposite <laughs> and we would be like going to like the oh, yeah. most expensive We'd be going, restaurants all the time but i think that i'm kind of more like in the middle um but i think that i've got to do quick service i just thought that it was like an interesting question because i think yeah. that we're like we're very different than you guys where we mm-hmm. don't really expand our palate i think that you guys help us in a way yeah. more expand which we touched on like well a few we try ago. to help heidi yeah, yeah. Me, me. She yes, knows me. what she likes. Maybe the girl knows older. what she wants. Well, maybe when, when you're older. older. <laughs> when you grow up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just think that it was interesting because I think that people kind of sometimes like, I don't know, like what it is with quick service. I know that, like there's not many options, but like you guys said, I think that you can find some hidden gems and things kind of cycle like like through more where there's new things. So I just thought that it was kind of an interesting and question. Like you said, those seasonal offerings are always at quick service. Yeah, yeah. true. I think people get lured in by like the bigger quick service establishments and they're like, yeah, like I had, like a, cosmic medi- I had a mediocre hamburger. Like this yeah. is not fun where if you, <laughs> you have to do that sort of little extra layer of research and you, you have know, to watch find our vlogs yeah, yeah. and then you can figure <laughs> out where to what, eat. 
what locations have the good food because I think it's a totally reasonable expectation to be like, I should be able to walk into any given quick service restaurant and get something like cool and fun. And sometimes people aren't mm-hmm. looking for cool and fun, but I think that the, the menus can sometimes be underwhelming, but that's really just a product of having places there to, you know, Service cater to the, the masses. Yes. And those are like by nature, the biggest sort of establishments with the the most seating. You can get and, your chicken tenders and French fries anywhere. Yeah, I'm right. a exactly. mediocre hamburger anywhere. Yeah. But there is way more, way more out there, but it's sometimes off the beaten path as much as it can be. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. You guys had good ones over there. I, I also wanted to add something that's like an experience with food that I'll just like laugh at here with quick service is I'll never forget when the three of us went to Magic Kingdom and all of the new Little Mermaid snacks came out and we got every single one. <laughs> and, and someone said to us, oh, do you guys love that movie? And it's like, Mm-mm, no. Just-, <laughs> no, just new food. Yeah. Yeah. I like it's so funny because like if you as listeners don't know us very well, Brandon and I tend to sway in similar paths and then Heidi and Tommy end up swaying in similar paths. And so like how Heidi said, Brandon is easily, that's me. I'm easily influenced. Like it was like a, a bright purple ice cream on like, like, a, like a metallic cone. And I was like, mm, I'll get it. I had, I think Brandon was holding one drink. I had another, I had an ice cream and then Tommy had yeah, something else. They're all melting. It's all melting. They're all melting in that hot Florida like, sun. Yeah. yeah. So but no, it, yeah, but that's so funny. I totally forgot about all the. Oh gosh, I can go next because yeah, I, I had. Say, oh, you have a uh, would you rather for I us? I do. Um, it's kind of similar, um, but you don't have to use your own money. So it's two choices. Like you that. can either have a free annual pass for life, Ooh. or you can stay at any moderate Disney hotel for life, but you have to pay for the tickets. So one, you'd have to pay for your hotel room, but you get the tickets for free, and the other, you would have to. Um, pay for the ticks, but you will get your hotel room for free, but only moderate resorts. I know mine. Go ahead. I'm going annual pass. And only because like annual pass for us, we have to get like the expensive one, which I know that like, like you guys do too, right? Like you can't yep. get the, yeah, the Well, one. it's the same price. Um, yeah. Florida residents just get a payment plan. Yeah, you get to oh, pay gotcha. installments instead of in one lump. But you sum, end up paying the same, but like $1,600 or whatever it is. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if because again, maybe I'm in my head thinking of the cost is isn't like like I'm sure that the cost of staying at a resort potentially would be more. Would be more, but I think I could go more often potentially and find a cheaper resort, which I'm fine to stay at a value mm-hmm. and maybe stay off property, like or other things where maybe we'd be able to go more often. I don't know if that in my head makes any sense. I could be totally overvaluing no. the annual pass thing, but I just think that we're okay staying at a like yeah. a cheapie. I feel like I, I don't know. I would pick the same only because, like you said, of the going more often. Like then you can go like you know for like a weekend, and I feel like it's easier to. But, but maybe I because I guess then you could just go every time and stay at a hotel for free if you wanted to. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a tough one, Haley. You got us thinking. I would love to to crunch the numbers on yeah, that. Yeah, actually <laughs> run the specs on it. Yeah, put together. But I'm gonna say annual pass. I think for me because then I get a discount on stuff as well. That's true. Twenty percent off merch. True. I'm just going to say my gut instinct was annual pass. So I'll just say that. I think I'm going moderate resorts. I think in my old age, I've been slowing down a little bit and I, the parks are taking much, a much heavier toll on my my, primarily my feet mostly. (laughs) Um, But I've also had really, really great experiences at moderate resorts recently, namely Mm -hmm. uh, Coronado. Coronado Springs. So, I mean, I would be totally game to, you know, even spend a couple days at, 
the resort and not buy park tickets and not go in at all. Um, so I would have to go that way. But it is it is definitely tough. And living there, I mean, the annual pass was unbeatable. But I think now that we're sort of taking the trip in, I think I could see myself going down the water slide, you know, for a few days. So I'm moderate resort all the way. And I think maybe it's because we've purchased annual passes before. So like we know like the expenditure there. And I think that if we had had the opportunity to buy our own annual pass, but then go and stay for free, like sometimes we drove two and a half hours home just to save True. the 200 yeah. to $250 it would have been for a hotel room. That's and true. so I think that we would end up going more often and like cutting corners spending elsewhere so that you could like purchase your own annual pass. But I think that you can't like, I think that we would cancel trips if we didn't, if we had to stay over and they were too expensive, but we wouldn't not get an annual pass. If yeah. that makes that sense. Makes sense. I, yeah. I was going to say that clearly I'm horrible with like the Trying money valuation because I said that the <laughs> animatronics a billion and clearly that resorts or like would obviously. be more like more worth it for the money because if it is the yeah, like 250 you, a night. Can you choose I thought the question can you choose any moderate resort yeah. at any, any time? moderate resort. But like not one. No, you can stay at any of the moderate Coronado, resorts. You could okay. stay Coronado, at you could stay at Pop. I would I'll change my answer then. Well, I because Pop's I thought the initial one was like you had to pick one and then you could only stay at that moderate No, you resort. can stay at any moderate resort on property, but no one. deluxe and no value. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll change my answer then. Because as you guys were talking with like the math, it does make more sense too. Because then like if you go, you could just stay at the resort or could do like other things in Florida, which yeah. is nice. And I think that like resort prices, like staying at hotels, they like, just keeps climbing. Like yeah, every time yeah. I look to stay somewhere, I'm like, eh, not worth it. Like we'll just come home. Yeah. yeah. Clearly exactly. I don't know the cost of things. So I'm horrible at that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just swipe the car, Brendan. We only go on our one trip and stay at the same hotel every time. So how will we know? <laughs> but no, I mean, if you're looking to to park till you drop, those day tickets run you what, like 189 dollars sometimes. But that's, that's why the true. annual pass that you just pay that's, for it yourself. That's what I'm saying I think it's a close one. I think that it's okay. Well, I'm yeah. in I'm in a stick annual pass. We'll stick it in that. Oh, I'm going to I'm changing my answer based on Haley and Tommy, and then I, you can just buy an annual pass if you want. I'm not buying yours. I got my own. Well, then you can't stay in Heidi's hotel room. Yeah, but I'll stay in my hotel and you can, you can pay for yours. Can I come stay with you guys? No. <laughs> Always. Thanks. No, the squad sleepovers are the best sleepovers. The best, yeah. Seriously. All right. You got one for us? Yeah, I have one. Um, I'm trying to decide. I have some that I don't think are as good. Just... Um, but I'm going to do the the one that I think is, is a toughie, at least for me personally. And this is a little bit of like a, a two-on-two. Um, so it would be, you can only ride two of these. The other two are gone. You're forbidden. Uh, Cosmic Rewind and Seven Dwarves Mine Train or Flight of Passage and Rise of the Resistance. So you pick two and the other two you cannot do. That's so Pitting wow. Heidi against yeah. herself here. Yeah. I tried to pick the four sort of premier rides from each park and then yeah. in uh. my brain sort it one through four, pair one with four, two with three, mm -hmm. and pit them the against moment? each other. I think it's tough. Yeah, I think it's hard. I got mine. Mine oh, yeah. off the rip. All right. Yeah. Like I think for me, even though like I think like arguably of the four that mine trains the worst one, in my opinion, potentially. Yeah, I agree. I think Cosmic Rewind for me is by far the best one. And clearly I, I proved that because on my college program, I nearly wrote it every single day. <laughs> so I would be so sad if I could never write it. Whereas I wouldn't be 
that sad if I couldn't do Rise or Flight of Passage. I would you be used sad. To not even do Flight of Passage. Yeah, like and I was okay <laughs> because I thought that I was too tall to ride it, and now oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've learned. Squeezed that I your can. legs right in there. Yeah, yeah. You in there. So I think for me, like if I couldn't do Guardians specifically, I'd be so sad. And I'll toss in Mind Train that I'll ride it, but Guardians, like to me, trumps. I think this one's harder for you, Heidi. This one's Easily harder for me harder. because it's like Flight of Passage is like my favorite ride, but then like guardians is like right there and it's like the best ride and like both of them i have like an exceptional time on them i yeah for me like if i didn't have to ride mine train or rise i would be like fine with it's like between these two that's tough but 1v1 instead of 2v2 yeah. yeah yeah i think i'm gonna pick that i would if i can only like i'm going like this if i had the opportunity to go to disney world right now and only want ride one ride which one would i choose and i would choose flight of passage so. nice I'm going to stick you. to my my truth. Your <laughs> heart. Stick to that Navi yeah, heart, Heidi. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm also going Flight of Passage and wow. Rise of the Resistance because I think that I would ride Flight of Passage over and over and over and over and over again. Like I think I would get out of line and get back on. And I don't know that Guardians does the same thing for me every single time. I think like wow. I love the ride, but I think that like there's something new to look at every single time you ride um, Avatar. Yeah. But I think when you get on Guardians, it's kind of like, oh, we did this just two minutes ago and then you do it again. And it is fun every time. Like we proved that like, going so <laughs> yeah, many times. Clearly, yeah. But I think that Too that's where I'm times. going. And like I think the size of Rise of the Resistance is just like jaw dropping. Yeah. I think that's it's true. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think in a previous episode of this podcast, I talked about how Rise of the Resistance, I, you know, always underrate whenever I'm off of it. And Flight of Passage isn't to the same extent, but I do think that I sometimes forget how great it is until I'm on there. And to Haley's point, there's always something to look at. I forgot to say, I'm going this way as well. <laughs> um, there's always something to look at. Like when the ride starts, I just stare at the big gas planet out in the distance for like, I don't know, 30 seconds. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. So yeah, I, I think missing Cosmic Rewind and it is kind of two coasters versus non-coasters and I tend to prefer coasters. So losing, you know, two pretty strong coasters and one like phenomenal ride and coaster uh, is definitely tough. But I think that I, yeah, I just get more mileage out of, out of Flight of Passage and Rise of the Resistance. Um, and, you know, I just don't want to be dragged down by, by Minecart as much. Yeah, definitely I don't the like weak my, link mine train is yeah. me. I also want to kind of toss this in here because, well, like like now that I have to ride this alone forever on Cosmic Rewind, people <laughs> people love oh, one song, okay. and I'm going to spit a hot take here oh, because yes. I, I just got to get it off my chest. Everybody wants to rule the world on that stinks. ride. Stinks. And I, and, I, and I understand if, if people like it, but I've seen too much love online <laughs> lately that I just can't stand it, and I, like, and I will not stand that. If any song can go, it is that one. And I, I apologize. Wonder... I apologize if I offend anyone, but that's true. <laughs> I don't apologize. I don't no, care. me neither. I also wonder though how many people are saying that and haven't actually got every like song. And the actual also, good songs. Yeah. And also like actually like have you written it once and you got everybody wants to rule the world? Or have you written it four times and got everybody wants to rule the world as your first time and you haven't gotten other songs? Like mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would love to no, because I think sometimes people like like to give their two cents without actually experiencing all of them. 
So, I have my yeah, like I want to say that no. that getting this song is like the shaman and Kylo not working on not. Yes, <laughs> it really. slows it's so, the whole ride. Yeah, down. I meant to say that it is super song dependent. My enjoyment of Cosmic Rewind and yeah, yeah that one is bad. And some of them I think are very middling for me. If yeah. I don't get Iran or September, the yeah. ride is not. We peak, haven't gotten Gloria enjoyment. Good uh, one, Conga by Gloria. Yeah, yet, but, but sorry, there, there's but my you heart. You haven't gone Conga either. No, they nope. haven't. Neither of you. I know. Yeah. Next time we go, we oh. all need to get it. Or Conga chase. Uh, if Conga like, hunters. If if you come down at all. Oh, when I spend my two weeks in Disney this we're, summer, we're going. We're going every day. Yeah, if you get Conga, I'm gonna throw a fit. Yeah, I will be. <laughs> but what if it stinks? Like, what if I don't like it? Then I won't throw. I don't. It doesn't. I'll just tell you. Me and you will be like this. We'll be dancing together in the car. <laughs> Audio only listeners can't see it, but Brandon, oh, Brandon is, yeah, is yeah. conging yeah. on us right now. Oh yeah. yeah. But no, that the it stinks. That song stinks. It's it's like it throws it into a different universe where like you just like it's like you get put in slow mo in the ride. Like everything <sighs> slower. Which again, I I just like this isn't a slander pod, but I just people are going to cancel us. We're that. canceled. Yeah, That's okay. I just want to bring it up because we're we're talking about it here. I'm sure yeah, we'll we'll get to it eventually. Point. I'm glad you mentioned it. It needed to be said, and Nobody's the whole squad agrees. We'll say, so yeah, the if all four of us agree, then yeah, mm, it's a chance of being wrong or slim. Unanimous squad decision. There we yes. go. All right. All right. Um, so that, yeah, that was good. I think we can, you know, do wrap back around, do one more round, maybe sure. with the four of us. And I'm enjoying we'll it. Call it a pod. Yeah. So well, Heidi, if you want to go for number two. Yes. So these ones have to do with being stuck somewhere. So would you rather? This is going to be a a full day experience where you are stuck in this area and something's going to repeat and there's going to be people around you who will also be there. So the options are, would you rather be stuck in that initial first room in flight of passage with the scientist speaking to you and picking you, picking your avatar and everything's going to happen and it's going to keep repeating and you're going to have the exact amount of people in that room. You can be stuck there all day. Or the second option is Guardians of the Galaxy, the first pre-room, pre-show room, and everyone's going to be in there, and it's going to be like the the full amount of people, and every single time that guy asks um, about- What do they uh, call themselves? Yeah, someone's going to say something like drunks or- Drunks! Uh, yeah, every time. <laughs> and that's going to go for 24 hours. Oh man! I am. Which one would you rather? There's literally tears coming down. This is so funny to me. I love that it's yeah. Just choose your Disney purgatory. (laughs) (laughs) And a whole twenty-four hours, not even like a park day. You're stuck there all day. Yeah, they you're locked in, and they're saying it's twenty-four hours. Sorry, guests, but this is we can't figure out, and you're stuck there, and you can't. Yeah, go ahead. I. I don't even know. Wow. I'm just picturing the like the like of all the air hitting on the passage. And I don't know. I the Guardians like pre-show cue stuff stinks also. Like I, I and I I don't I don't know. That whole experience of like like I guess that in this one people aren't like sprinting and pushing. Yeah, me thank over. goodness everyone's not just running towards <laughs> yeah, the doors. The yeah. You'll get second. trampled second, every second, three second, minutes for twenty four hours. Yeah, I have to listen to Glenn. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna pick Flight of Passage because even if that doctor is monotone and whatever, <laughs> the Guardians pre-show is just not for me. That's that's my final answer. 
mine, I'm doing some heavy thinking here. I think it's a good answer because that's where my initial thought went. But it's separated by railings. Yep. You're not laying down. You're not sitting. True. You're not laying down. There's less people, though, which is a mm-hmm. huge sell. I think Heidi putting the audience participation in there at Guardians really knocked it down a bay. Easily. Oh, yeah. And a man who is perpetually drunk because he's been around the world already at Epcot screaming at what's his name? Terry Cruz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think that I think that I'm also going to go Pandora just because of the the less amount of people. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm going I'm going flight of passage as well. I found the Terry Crews humor in the Guardians one like pretty charming on the first go round. Like time. it's like it's like corny jokes, like yeah, the audience participation is like ah, all right, whatever. Uh but it, it has really become grating to me. Um and I don't I don't find it funny anymore. Where with the flight of passage uh intro when the, the doctor goes and uh fly. <laughs> it's like it's like the weirdest, most awkward timing ever, and it makes me laugh every single time. Mm-hmm. I unironically find it very funny. I'm sure that would eventually get old. Uh, but between that and and seeing what what uh what avatar what navi body you end up with mm-hmm. i think there's a little you bit of variety stand on a there. different number yeah there's a little time. bit of variety um and that one line read from that actor uh so I, yeah i'm gonna go flight of passage but the uh yeah the the crowd participation would make that really, really i also possible. can't believe that disney hasn't put the cast member to say like how they do in mickey and minnie's runaway yeah, away i agree that they say like they call themselves like whatever yeah or like you're yeah. on when he goes i'm on it's yeah. like to nobody like just have the cast member call it out and then at least it like makes sense he's just like listening to someone but that was such a good question but people door. don't know those pre-rides they're gonna be like what in the world are they talking about Hyper niche, yeah. but that's a good one yeah it, it was very so niche, what are you going this one's hard because like people raise some good points of like the amount of people in the room, uh, the kind of like the the barrier there in flight of passage. And it's like, I guess it also depends like who actually is in the room with you because if you have like fewer people, but they're like really annoying, that might be annoying, but like in a bigger room and you had some fun people, maybe you get some games going, but out of initial instinct, I'm going to pick flight of passage only because it's less people. So I feel like you could do like more like kind of like little, little games and get the day going, even though this thing's blaring at you. Yeah, yeah. Plays heads up with them. Plays heads up. I just wanted to add one thing that I think that it would though get pretty old if he would go, "You've all got them," and then like all the air, and you would just be like (laughs) getting blasted. Oh no, I have them again. Like that would be. I think this is a really good one. And 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 two in Guardians, it's like it's carpet. I'm pretty sure the ground. Yeah, yeah, it is. That would be nice to sit on, whereas Flight of Passage isn't. So, but I don't know. I can't. Too many people. I'm gonna pick Flight of Passage. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't know. I did not think we were gonna be unanimous there. No, that yeah, is a good one. Yeah, did I you pick? For, wait, what did you pick? Uh, like, like the same flight of pass. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. The whole squad. Well, then we take up four out of ten spaces. That's true. True. Yeah. true. Yeah. 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 Almost, almost half of the. Yeah, of we're the almost dominating that room. Yeah. So. Whereas in the other one, we're like yeah. crammed in there with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Stronger of a squad presence in the flight of pass. Mm-hmm. Pre, pre room. Yeah. I agree. Um, my my other like I guess like like would you rather hear this is like a squad based one so all of us are having to like i guess the, like you have, to, have picture to picture everybody like doing this with you okay okay mm-hmm. would you rather if all of us had to be pirate animatronics in pirates of the caribbean or the bear animatronics in country bear jamboree so like, we are we alive 
Well, well you're you're turned into I guess, one of the animatronics. <laughs> you're you're one of the pirates or one of the bears, and all of us are together in the same like the same the same room. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think That's would be either so more funny or or more I don't know more bearable because you'd bearable. have to like bearable bearable yeah. Bearable. Kind of random one, but I thought it was funny. Uh, I feel like that's hard. I don't really know what the question's asking, but I will pick. I think. Oh wait, but can we all have different answers? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I will say pirates. You'd rather be a pirate than a bear. Well, I would rather be a bear, but I think as a whole that you would. I would imagine that pirates, and it would be more make more sense. Like that scene where they're like the rum scene. All of <laughs> us are standing there with our gift to bring up for auction. Or like me and Heidi are chasing you guys around like chickens oh, yeah. chasing yeah. after us. Yeah, like, I feel like it's more realistic to be one of those. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Makes sense. I don't know. Um, I'm going pirates as well. I think that the smells are good. So if you if if I'm Ooh. conscious, I'm assuming I can smell in there. <laughs> um, I also am not trying to sing all day. I don't, I don't think anybody wants that. And I think that, yeah, I think that if we had like a, an animatronic, like, but we were ourselves in there, we would have a good old time in some of those rooms in pirates. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as a squad, I think we're stronger as pirates than we are as country bears. Yeah. I'm, I'm going pirates for the same reason. There's more scene variety in pirates. So we could get into, into some shenanigans, um, <laughs> have some fun there. And yeah, the, the bears got to perform. You know, every 30 minutes or whatever, that's a lot of pressure. I think We're that, uh, yeah, pirates, you're a little bit more uh, cut loose, having mm, fun, oh, yeah. getting in the getting into trouble. So, yeah, yeah. I, I would go pirates, but, you know, I don't know I'm, it's bears. I'm going bears all day long. <laughs> I've I've always wanted to be like a star like that up on the stage for everybody to watch me perform. And I'm going to be Teddy Burra coming down. <laughs> And it'll say with the tutu, and I'll be coming down. <laughs> and then I also just picture that when the curtains open, and it's like Anne Haley, and then Brandon has already cast all of us. Yeah, with I just think else. I don't so know. Three little bears. Oh my god! And then I think that Tommy's <laughs> the one who's playing the banjo with his eyebrows going. <laughs> Brandon cast me as liver lips. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no big Al. Big Al. Out oh, it's Big Al. Yeah, it is you're the Al. iconic one that people love. Bear. I just think that it would Sad. be so funny oh, to have so like funny. the curtains open and then it's us. <laughs> Are we in bear form or us as animatronic form? I think we have to be bear. Bear form for oh, sure. That would be funny though. Yeah, bear form squad. Okay. Put on oh, a t-shirt. God, that's good. Yeah. Brandon had a vision of us all as country oh. bears and shaped this. Would you rather around that? <laughs> this has been a dream of his yeah. for a while. Yeah. It's it's not weird. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I'm sure we would kill it up there. So. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's, that's so funny. All right. Next up. Mine are one? much less funny. Yeah. You? I was going to say, mine are, so are boring. Yeah, me that. too. That's no, it's okay. Um, okay, so I'll do another one that was definitely geared at Brandon and Heidi a little bit, I think. Oh, I think yeah. it's going to be tricky for you guys. Um, this mm. one is bring, bring Back Enchantment or Bring Back Harmonious. Ooh. You can only bring back one. Yeah, this is this is, is tough. Topic. So for people that don't know, again, like you're hearing that and going Enchantment. We, I love the song You Are the Magic. I think that people people like who don't like that show don't understand the meaning of that song. And I think that it was like directed. No, like I do. 
because I think you that online don't it. like that show. Don't like don't know the meaning. Be- no, because I think that people like Call online them out. Call them out. because I think that it like encompassed that like everybody who comes here, yes. you're the magic that makes Disney. Disney what it is. And I think as a like consumer going to Disney, like you you do feel that magic when you're there. And I think them taking the spin on that, like you guys coming here are the magic that keeps this place what it is, I think was really cool. I think that like the show specifically happily ever after is probably a better encompassed show, but I like the song better. And I did love when they did that touch of like the Walt and Mickey stuff, like at the beginning after they like revised it. Yeah. But with all that being said, we love harmonious. I love when all of us do it together. And I love those moments of us, whether it was us and like Alyssa and Garrett doing it and just all those moments like of this show, I think it's so Epcot and I'm so sad that it's gone. And I would love if it came back and leave those barges in the lagoon. Yes. Like, um, I agree. I like both, but harmonious to me is like, so just amazing. And I think for me, it's like just that one kind of night where like, we like hung out with you guys and Alyssa and Garrett, like that was so fun. And like, just like one of the best days ever. Made a good moment. And I feel like I always just link it towards that. So I think that I would pick harmonious. It's yeah. tough though because it I do tough. love Enchantment, and totally it was special good. to us. I think Enchantment because like we got engaged, and it was like we saw that there, and it was like after and COVID, it was after and it was COVID. Saying, like you're the magic. Like, yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> we are the magic. We are. You're right. We and are. They, and they say you've traveled from so far, and, and you're it's like, like we came I from Canada. Traveled. We have. I did. Yeah, I did. Talking about us. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> so that's why. But yeah, both are great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's harmonious for me for sure. Uh, like we talked about, we love the barges. I think the barges add such a unique element and they do so much with them. Um, where with yeah. enchantment, I feel like, I feel like magic kingdom fireworks show projection, like castle shows are all, you know, some are better than others. Some people have favorites, but I think they're all roughly replacement level where it's just, you know, at a certain extent, it's a matter of preference, which, yeah. you know, is obviously fine where I think harmonious is, you know, doing unique and interesting stuff. It's incorporating, sort of the multicultural aspect of the world showcase mm-hmm. um, as well as, you know, displaying IP and, and tying it back to, you know, the Disney properties that we're all obviously so fond of. Um, so yeah, big, big harmonious stand. That one's a, an easy one for me, but I think I've only, I only saw enchantment like one time. So yeah, I'm in the same boat where I'm not like a huge, and this is probably a hot take. I'm not a huge magic kingdom, nighttime spectacular viewer. I I think it's like we always opt to go on rides or leave before the crowd, like the rush hits. But Harmonious, it was, I think it was like a perfect nighttime spectacular. I think that like you said, like it brought together the multicultural and the IP of Epcot, which is exactly what Epcot is now. And I think it brought it all together. It had different people and different voices. I think that it had the different languages. I thought the music was just amazing. And the fireworks, like you can't do a ton with fireworks at Epcot. So you needed like the barges to project and people complaining about the view. It's you can just go. You can literally walk a half a mile and see it up close. You don't need to look at it across the lagoon. It just like it's right there. It's so crazy to me that that was such like a big point of contention that these barges ruined our view of Epcot. I'm like, what? What? Leave them alone. So These obviously are... I'm going harmonious and people are going to hate me for that. But for my wow. my old crotchety, leave the barges. I was going to say that these mics are hot today. We're spitting oh, yeah. some, some fire today. And these the are all kind of, off. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. Someone's got to say it. We'll be the ones to do it. <laughs> yeah. But right. so that's my take. All yeah, right. You got one, one yeah. more to finish it up. Yeah. We should have ended more... with your guys. Your guys were way better. I was going to say, honestly, I will, okay. 
I will Come defer. Yeah, you guys got another Back good to one. Brandon and Heidi, and see. Yeah, do you have some that you like? Because I, you know, I don't feel strong about mine. So I think if if you have some that you think are fun or interesting. No, we were grasping at straws over yeah, here. Yeah, let's okay. roll with those. I have one. Can, okay, we're done. We can. I, I had one right here, but after some discussion, I think that it's too uh, too clear what people would choose. So I'm going from one that I read online. Uh, these other ones I didn't read online. I will preface. I preface. I I made the other Maybe ones up from my head. Those are it Heidi originals. It could be online, but this one I saw online and I thought it, it's a good one so why don't we end off with this one this is about where you want to be um stuck overnight okay um and the ride well i guess the ride can't be going i don't know you can interpret it how you want being stuck overnight either in haunted mansion or tower of terror and i'll say alone yeah alone right neither you gotta pick from from me uh, and brandon's spooky scaredy cats okay, over here. You can here. either be alone or Haley and Tommy. I mean, sorry, not Haley and Tommy. Haley and Brandon, you guys can be together. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Much better. Um, so, yeah. Which one are you picking? And it's going to be from like 8 p.m. until 8 a.m. We'll do that. I, I'm i going to pick Tower of Terror because I'm not afraid of animatronics, but I think overnight I would be. And I know that I probably like like, I'm sure that I could stay, like, in one room. But I think also, like, the voice that comes on in Haunted Mansion is a little bit spooky. And if I was, like, asleep, like, and it came on and was, like, welcome, I'd be, like, oh, my Foolish gosh. Models. Like, it would be too much for me. And I think that tower has, like, a little charm. It is a hotel. I'm sure they got nice rooms in there. <laughs> so, you can just sleep in the boiler point. room. Yeah, the boiler room. Um, Yeah, this one's hard. I'm a big scaredy cat. I don't like scary things. And the thought of even sleeping anywhere. Like, I could sleep in like country bear jamboree and be scared or something that's like nice and happy and i would be afraid but these are like the two like objectively scariest things but i'm gonna pick tower of terror what about you guys? i'm going haunted mansion just because i think there's more i think it's again like a a duration play like a boredom play where i think that like if the track wasn't going i could like walk through the graveyard and look at all the stuff where really tower of terror is that like the reception room um, and then the boiler room, which I despise. I hate the boiler room. It makes me like so irrationally mad when I have to be down there. It's like kind of hot, even though I'm sure it's the same temperature at temperature as upstairs is, but it like feels warmer. It's like musty. It's just like, (laughs) is not for me. And so I think that haunted mansion, you can do a little more exploring. And I think that there's like some cool stuff to be seen in there. So I'm going haunted mansion. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go Haunted Mansion as well. I am kind of almost the opposite reason of Brandon. While I'm also not afraid of animatronics, I almost think that it would provide like a little bit of company. Like, oh yeah, like I had to stay at a in a amusement park overnight. Uh, you know, <laughs> me and Madame Leota had a sleepover. Yeah, yeah, or like the the singing heads and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, it was just me and the singing heads. You know what to expect. They're doing stuff where I feel like large portions of the Tower of Terror is like pitch black or very very dark where that whole time you'd be like, well, maybe there is a spooky ghost in here with me. <laughs> a real ghost. Yeah, a real spooky ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's never going to get on Tower Terror again. Where in Haunted Mansion, it's just the friendly spooky ghosts, except for the the murderous bride. But I would steer clear of her. Oh, yeah, she but is. She's, she's so scary. scary. She's spooky. I'm, the rest of them are fun. Constance. Yeah, yeah. The rest of them are fun. I want to say that I'm not moving as well. That's why that I picked after I'm, I'm staying right where I am and not moving. Like Haley, you're ambitious to walk around, girl. I'm not. It's just setting up camp and going to sleep. 
until yeah. somebody comes and opens the door the next day. In the day. corner, going like this. Not uh, Heidi, what are you doing? Uh, I'm picking Tower because actually, like for me, Haunted Mansion, I actually get scared of, like personally, like all the things where they're like The hallway knocking is and scary. Whenever, I hate, a lot of times when we're on that ride, I don't like, the ride stops and they'll be like, oh, they have a problem or something. They say something on the thing. And then I low-key like get scared. And then being with you, who's like, oh, like you don't like, like you're Giving scared. Giving nervous like, energy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, not scared of Haunted Mansion. I know, but like, I'm like, if there was like a situation, like, I just feel like you would be scared. Brandon would never defend you. <laughs> He's in the corner. Heidi's yeah. like Heidi's chivalry's dead, dead over oh, here. There's no way this Heidi guy... is a shield. <laughs> That's how I feel. So I just wow, thanks. thanks a lot. No, and then being like, but and also I think it's after a long park day. Like we usually ride that at the very end of the day, and I'm like tired and like a bit out of it, and then I'm like, it's it's like cool in here and kind of scary so like i'm picking tower because at least there's no like animatronics and the voices but like it's it's spooky there but i'm picking tower nice good one heidi oh gosh that was a good one yeah definitely the lesser of two spookies so yeah that was a lot of fun thanks everyone for you know being part of the squad today um please you know share your your thoughts about epic universe or some of our choices in the would you rather uh in the comments below especially if you're on youtube um, I think you can leave it in the reviews on Apple. Mm -hmm. um, speaking yeah. of which, you know, come join the squad on you know the different locations. You can find us on Instagram at the Squad Pod, the Squad Pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, subscribe. The Park Squad Pod. Yeah, the Park Squad Pod. Sorry, the Park Squad Pod. <laughs> we are the those. Squad Pod, but you have pod. to find us on the, the Park, park Squad yeah, Pod. The Park Squad Pod. It didn't even process me. I'm like, yeah, no, we just squad. call it the squad, the squad so often. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the the Park Squad Pod. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram, um, hang out with us there. Uh, you know, feel free to, like I said, if you're subscribed and you leave a five star review, you can yell at us all you want. That's yeah. part of it. Yeah. That you buy your entry fee to um, tell us that we're wrong and that you know the it hot does, takes it didn't go both ways. Cost yeah a billion dollars, or I got the square footage all wrong. Any of those things, you can share your hot takes, but only if you're subscribed. Um, so yeah, join us uh, next week for episode five, and uh, till then, see you, squad. Bye. Bye. Bye.